Hi guys, so today I'm going to be talking about the fantasy mind. Um, it won't be long, I'll try to make it really, really short for you guys. Um, so what if I told you the real enemy of your happiness is the fantasy mind or just the realm of fantasy in general? Um, some of you might know it as daydreaming, um, you know, some of you may take an adventure in your mind about where you would like to be or where you want to be instead of your actual reality, where you are right now. It's the place you go in your mind, the world you create in your mind when your life is unpleasant, when your life is not what you want it to be, going the way that you want it to go. You go to this place in your mind of imagining that you were in a different place at a different time and your life is exactly how you planned it out to be or how you want it to be in your mind. Um, <clears throat> the only thing about the devil is he never tells you the end result of where you're going um, before you get there, right? And everything that he offers, it comes with some type of deception, <clears throat> just like the fantasy mind. So that lets us know that fantasy daydreaming is actually demonic, okay? It's actually something that we should, as Christians, stop doing and ask God to free that part of our mind, you know, and that part of us, we need to be free from that. And so, um, one of the things about the being living in fantasy is the enemy will take you to this place. And I will say a state of mind, a state of being where everything in your life is a facade right everything in your life is pretty much made up and the reason why these fantasies are so important and so pivotal that you really get free from them is because they're seeds in the spirit realm these the, these fantasies aka daydream they're not meant to just stay fantasies these are whole worlds that we create this is a whole fantasy life that we create that the enemy intends on us to live out to carry out right but what he doesn't want you to know is with that fantasy there is some deceit there is some lies involved it's built on a lie it's built on deceit it's built on deception right so what he doesn't tell you is that at the end of that fantasy there's a reality that you must face and that reality that you must face is the responsibility that comes with that fantasy so a lot of us we do things based off of a fantasy right we're living in a fantasy we want to make that thing real right a lot of children believe it or not they come from they they're made not out of love not because you know, we're in a love relationship and I just want to, you know, we're married and I'm. I, this is an expression of my love, you know, with this person. But and I'm not saying kids are demonic. That's not what I'm saying. Children are definitely gifts from God. But I'm talking about the situation in which children, you know, come from between two people outside of marriage. Sometimes we are having children to fulfill a fantasy that we have stored up in our hearts and in our minds. And so we fulfill this fantasy, right, of, of having this child or having these children. But we don't what the enemy doesn't tell us is there is a responsibility at the end of that. It's not it's no longer fantasy when that child is here. And then, you know, the person you have that child with. 
they're no longer in the picture or the relationship with the person that you have the child with, the relationship is rocky or, you know, he see, that's, that's where the deception comes in at with the fantasy. That's what the enemy leaves out. He doesn't tell you the cost, right? He, he doesn't tell you everything that you're going to get the end result. He don't tell you where you're going to be if you carry out this fantasy, right? If you continue to let this fantasy cont uh, exist, right? Um, and so I was thinking about that today. I said, God, the fantasy is going to lead you to your reality one way or another. And how? Because you're going to try to do what you can to make that fantasy come to pass. And when it does, you're going to be left with the responsibility of it. See, he doesn't tell us that you, he doesn't tell you you're going to lose your mind at the end of that fantasy you're trying to fulfill. He don't tell you you're going to lose your morals. He don't tell you you're going to, you're going to be corrupt at the end of that. He don't tell you that. He don't tell you you're going to halfway be going crazy. See, he don't tell you those things. That's why I'm telling you, right? That's why I'm telling you how dangerous the fantasy mind is, right? I'm telling you how dangerous it is to daydream about the life you want versus the life you have and you have to live today and you should be living in that, right? Not living in some made up place. It's a made up place. It's a, and so many of you guys are, it's a, I, I thought it was normal. I mean, when I was in the world, I used to sit there and listen to music and just go in my mind. And I had a whole world created in my mind about the, the world or the relationship associated with that song that I was listening to. Okay. I had a whole plan in my mind based off of something that I made up that was not real. And that's what we do a lot of the times. We make things up. We make this life up that we want to live. And it's a fantasy. And then we, we try to make these fantasies a reality, but we don't understand the price that we pay for these fantasies, for this daydreaming, for these de delusional, delusional plans, right? Delusional life. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give y'all the definition. Cause I didn't even know this was when I, when the Holy Spirit was revealing this word to me and how he wanted me to get on here and talk about it. I, I knew, I had knew certain things about fantasies based off of some certain things I've gone through in my life about how I got to a certain place where I was in my life. And God said, you were just living out and you were acting out a fantasy. The enemy doesn't give you imaginations and imagine that's why we're supposed to cast down every imagination that's what the word says. It's a reason why, because those imaginings, that's those imaginings that you're imagining are seeds. If those, that imagination, those images are in that, those visions are not coming from the Lord. Guess what? Those are seeds that the enemy is planting. We have to learn how to use our imagination for Christ now. We can't be lit. We can't use our imagination for some to fulfill a demonic, sick, fantasy and create a whole demonic world and then another thing about another thing the, the the coldest thing that the holy spirit revealed to me is you when you live in a fantasy world a fantasy land a fantasy mind you set yourself up for the biggest disappointment of your life how because once that fantasy is carried out once that fantasy comes to reality you're going to realize that that fantasy is nothing like you created it to be in your mind in in the fantasy land 
it was a it was perfect right it was perfect but once that thing comes to pass at the end of that you're going to realize nothing about that fantasy was perfect but in fact everything about it was demonic and it led you to someplace detrimental and someplace destructive so now you feel like a failure now you feel like you've blown it you messed you messed your whole life up based off of something that you created a world that you created in your mind that you thought you were going to live and live well off of and it's it's not so <clears throat> It's not so. So, and in, in, in case you guys are listening to this, you're like, what is she talking about? What is, if you fantasize about anything that's not real about your life that ain't happening right now, this is fantasy. Daydreaming is fantasy. Okay. I'm, I'm letting you guys know if you can listen to a song and you sitting up here, you, you fantasizing, you, you closing your eyes. And as you going to sleep, you listening to music and you just fantasizing about the uh, certain things that you want to happen, that's fantasizing, that's daydreaming. So I'm just giving you guys a clear definition of, you know, in layman terms to what it is, in case you know, you don't know that you've been doing it. Okay. In case you've been doing it, but you just didn't know you were doing it. I'm telling you, this is what it is. Okay. So, um, here's a definition of fantasy. Okay. It says the power or process of creating especially unrealistic or improbable mental images in response to a psychological need. Okay, so you're creating unrealistic and improbable images. Okay, in response to a need, right? In response to something you feel a need that you feel is going unmet, right? I feel like this life that this reality life, the life I'm living the one that God gave me, it just ain't working, right? Okay, let me just go escape to a fantasy. Let me just go escape to another world, another place. Let me just give y'all an example, right? I'm living here and I live in <clears throat> where I live at, right? But here I am in my mind, in my bed, pretending, not pretending, imagining that I am on an island somewhere, on a beach, laid out, relaxed, you know what I'm saying? But re in reality, I'm at home. In my apartment, ain't no beach here, ain't no island. I'm just at home. Okay, so that's that's fantasy. Okay, that's just what that is. Okay, so just just an example. And then I found this definition, and I said, "Wow, no wonder it's demonic." Okay, here's another definition of fantasy. Okay, it says a genre of imaginative fiction involving magic and adventure especially in a setting other than the real world myth fairy tale okay sword and sorcery escapism so fantasy and like daydreaming is equivalent to witchcraft okay yeah i was like no won't be doing that again ever okay ever and synonyms for fantasy is delusion, illusion, nightmare. Okay. Yeah. Let me just give y'all the scripture. So 2 Corinthians 10, 10 5 says, Casting down imaginations and every high thing 
that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. So we're supposed to cast down, okay? I'm casting down them lies, right? Because that's all that's all the fantasy is. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a seed planted. It comes to get you. It's trying to take you somewhere and it's not going to take you nowhere good, okay? Let me tell you something. The fantasy is sweet for a moment, okay? And once that once you come to the end of that fantasy and you gotta face the reality of your real life, guess what's gonna happen? You are going to be left with a whole bunch of responsibility and a whole bunch of disappointment and a whole bunch of just lies because that's all it is. And, and in the sad part, the cold part about it is, the cold part about it is, it's things that we make up in our own mind. It's not, sometimes it's it's just stuff that just comes up from the flesh, but it's demonic. It's not, it's not, nothing good dwells in the flesh. So those, those imaginations that's coming from your flesh, that those fantasies that you have created in your, for your own self based off of the flesh and what the flesh wants and what the flesh desires and what the flesh craves and who the flesh want to be with and who the flesh want to sleep with and who the flesh want to, whatever the flesh want to do to whoever they want to do it to. Okay, some of this stuff is not even coming from the enemy, but you got to cast that those imaginations down. Okay, another one, imagining and fantasizing you having sex sex with people or how, what you going to do to your mate when you get home. Like, I mean, just fantasies, you know what I'm saying? Just fantasies. A lot of men, a lot of women cheat on actually cheat on their spouses through fantasy. We well, say, well, I'm not I'm not cheating. I'm not cheating. Yeah, you are. You are. This stuff is not from God. We're supposed to cast those things down. And when you are, when you, as you um, submit the flesh to the Holy Spirit, to the Lord, and you grow in intimacy with him, you'll be able to discern what, what's coming from him and what's not. Our discernment has to be at an all-time high. And it's not just about other people, but just about what we're taking in, about what we're what's coming from our own, what's coming from the flesh and what's coming from the Holy Spirit. We need to know. Some of us are so used to being led by the flesh that we're not even under, we don't even know our spirit man. We don't even know what's 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 coming from God and what's coming from the enemy and what's just coming from the flesh. And so a lot of the fantasies and stuff that we create, that's the cold part. So you leave at the end of that fantasy, when the reality start hitting, you didn't, you didn't carry it out your fantasy, the enemy to carry it out his mission, or you didn't carry it out the fantasy that you didn't create it in the flesh. And at the end of that, there's a reality to face. At the end of that, you, you are the one who feels disappointed. You are the one who feels like a failure because it's perfect fantasy life that you had set up. It, it don't exist. That's what the enemy don't tell you when these fantasies are coming, when these imaginations are coming, that it the, the, the perfect life you have panned out, it don't exist. And so at the end of that, the reality is you are left feeling disappointed, like you let yourself down or like somebody has let you down because this perfect little fantasy you had at the end of that, there was a price to pay. See, he don't tell us that. And that's just sin, period. That's just the devil's, that's how he been getting down for years. He don't tell us the end result. He don't tell us that. God does though. God does though. 
There has been times where God has warned me and showed me the end of a situation that I was going to get myself into. And I just was hard headed. I was curious. I wanted to see, you know, for myself and not even not even a matter of testing God, but just in the matter of just I want to do this my way. I want to have fun. I want to do I want to see what this where this going to lead me. And it led me to the exact place where God said I would end up if I if I just if I if I didn't listen. See, God loves us enough to show us the end of, of things, of a situation that is not good for us. He loves you enough to show you the end of a situation before you even enter it. A situation that's not going to be good for you. And how do I know that? Because God will give you dreams. He will warn you in dreams. He'll send people to talk to you. You, you can you can try to hide it and you can try to hide it. You can be like, I'm going to do this thing secretly. I'm not even going to tell nobody I'm doing this. God will give somebody a dream about you and have them come talk to you and tell you, look, God showed me this. I had a dream you were doing this or you were getting ready to do this or God showed me this about you. And, and, and God will warn you. He'll warn you before you try to go carry out that mission, before you go try to carry out the marching orders that the enemy then gave you or that the flesh you built up in your flesh and conjured up in your flesh to go on ahead and carry out. He will warn you, look, this is where you're going to end up if you carry if you go through with this. And he's so merciful. He's so loving. He's so kind. I thank God that even at the end of that. The consequences came after me. They started hitting, you know what I'm saying? He still loved me and he still was merciful, but I still had a price to pay. Not like that. I mean, I still, I still had a price. I still had, look, I still had a child to raise, right? We, we know what that's like. You go through a relationship, you have kids, you think it's fun and games, it's a fantasy, all this type of stuff. And at the end, you still got a responsibility. He didn't tell you, you know what I'm saying? The devil didn't tell you, hey, this going to come to an end. This ain't, look, this was going to be, this what this going to be like. And then you're going to be left with the responsibility of that. I'm not telling you, God, I'm not saying that I have any regrets about my son because I don't. I love him. Best thing that ever came out of any out of the situation, honestly. And I'm not upset or bitter or mad that that ended because that it needed to. It's, it's, it was against my purpose and their purpose. And that's OK. But the purpose of this message tonight is to let you guys know that there are consequences for what we choose. There are consequences to that fantasy life that you think is harmless. You think it's harmless when you listen to your music and you sit up there fantasizing about this, this, that, and the other. You think it's you think it's harmless daydreaming, but it's not harmless. No matter how good or how how good you think the fantasy is, or how pure you think the fantasy is, God not giving us fantasies. He, he we live in rea the reality of Christ. Nothing about God is a fantasy. He don't give us fantasies. He'll give us visions according to the truth, according to his word, according to things that may be may, that may are going to happen in the future. But he's never going to give you anything that's going to lead you to anywhere bad or false. It's not a set. God is never setting you up for your downfall. It's the enemy that does those things. It's the devil that sets us up for these falls. God is, doesn't set us up for our demise. It's the enemy that does that. So when you sit in your bed and you realize your mind is going off into a place that's not real, you need to go ahead and snatch it back, cast that thing down, and you need to cover your mind. 
Because the enemy will take you to some places and you'll start being delusional about the reality of your life. He'll have you so messed up in a fantasy, so caught up in a fantasy that the reality of your life ain't real. Like you, you think the reality is fantasy and the fantasy is reality. He will have your mind that the enemy likes to twist people's minds up. He does. He likes to twist it up. He wants people to think that dysfunction is functional and functional is dysfunctional. He does. He, he wants you to believe that way. He wants you to think that way. Because that way, if, you ha if he has your mind all twisted up that way, guess what? The more, the, the, the greater your use, his use for you in his kingdom. He, lo he loves a twisted up mind, okay? He, lo he loves it. He Not only does he twist up the mind, but then he likes to use the person's mind who he's twisted up. So he don't just want to twist. He don't just stop at twisting up your mind. Then he go use you to twist, to make, to confuse other people, to mess up. You know what I'm saying? So this is the thing though. That's the thing though. I mean, we've all been used by the devil at one point. Or, or, I mean, everybody was born seeing I've been used before people being used in the church by the devil. Okay. So it's happening. It can happen. Okay. But he don't, he not, it don't just stop at, at you though. Like he not just using you. He not don't just hurt you, harm you. You know what I'm saying? And then leave you there. No, that's what he does. See, God, God cleanses us and he heals us and he makes us better so that we can go be effective for ministry and go be effective and help the next person. Right. And show the next person that God is the answer. God is a solution. He did it for me. Look what he can do for you. He cleaned me up so that he can clean somebody else's life up through me. Right. But the enemy does the opposite. He messed you up. He beats you down. He torments you. Right. He 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 get all these people to reject you, abandon you, leave you. You experience all this heartache, this pain, this, this strife. Right. He, he make you suicidal. Right. Get you on some drugs. You know what I'm saying? He do all this stuff. Right. Help you make the choices that's going to lead to your imprisonment. Right. Help you make help you make the choice that's going to lead to all these detrimental consequences. And then he. That's all just a setup. Right. It's a setup. Yeah. Sometimes. It does lead that person to their final death. But if it don't kill you, if you don't get taken up out of here physically, right? All, they, all he's doing while he's doing those things is preparing you to go and mess somebody else up. He's preparing you to go evangelize for the kingdom of darkness. That's it. Just like God cleans us up. It, it, it makes us better to his glory so that we can go out here and minister and teach and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to let people know that he heals, that he delivers, that he sets free, that he, he gives people peace in their mind. He restores. He forgives. He forgives. Right. Just like God does that with us so that we can evangelize for the kingdom of God. The devil messes people up so that they can evangelize for the kingdom of darkness. It's the same thing. It's just the opposite. And that's if you don't come to your physical death first. That's just something to think about tonight, y'all. But I'm going to let y'all go. Have a good night.